Welcome to Steve's Cottage with Steve Horner. Steve Horner, a former radio talk show host, helps spotlight the source of today's social chaos while offering practical solutions to the problems negatively affecting you and your family. And now, here's Steve. Fix the border! Fix the border! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Steve Horner here. Welcome to Steve's, Steve's Cottage. This is Straight Talk on Homosexuality. Today's first... <laughs> My friend Sean over here, the engineer, gave me that. Straight talk on homosexuality. That's pretty funny. Well, anyhow, I am uh, wearing my MAGA hat. Make America great again. And uh, why not? We've got uh, midterms coming up next week. And uh, it's time for all of us to get out there and uh, and vote. The, the, the MAGA hat is a gift uh, to me from my sweetheart, Carol. Uh, several years ago, and uh, and uh, that's when my son Paul, uh, who was then 39 years old, he, uh, he he was kind of a fake news pioneer, and um, he he thought it was uh, sarcasm. I said, "No, Paul, these these are lies." Okay, so so at one time he hated Trump, and then another time he took credit for Trump winning. And uh, but he had he, he had a funny funny sense of humor. I say had because he died of fentanyl poisoning and poisoning in 2017, and so uh, you know I I I have no remorse in saying he died stupid, died being stupid. And so I'm warning all you folks out there: don't do don't do the stupid stuff. Okay, there's other ways to enjoy life other than uh, trying to um, hide from it, and I'm going to talk to you a little bit about that in just a moment. But Paul had uh, had a great sense of humor, and uh, he made hats like this. And he said, "Make, make wearing, make oh yeah, make red hats popular again." <laughs> I always thought that was pretty funny. Look him up on the internet. He's got Frappy the anti-masturbation dolphin. <laughs> that was really a funny deal. And then uh, and then he was on uh, CNN with Anderson Cooper about his. Uh, fake news uh, escapades. But I miss Paul dearly, but uh, don't, uh, don't do stupid stuff, knowingly stupid stuff, uh, because um, life is too precious. Well, last week we were talking about uh, a little bit about courage, because I had my full hat on, you know, the fake hair. And I said, you got to have courage to wear it. You know, you can't pretend that it doesn't exist. You got to go out there and be a little bit of bravado. The same thing with my MAGA hat. If, uh, now, well, let me explain courage first. So you have to have courage is the way I left it last week. Actually, it was the week before, but I'm going to tell you what I did in the, in, in the interim. Ran into another melting pot on another one of my road trips. But, uh, which is a lux luxury I have. I enjoy my life. So anyhow, so, um, so we were talking about courage, and, 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 and I said, um, you know, you have to have guts and courage to, 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 to wear a hat like that. Otherwise, you're just going to look silly, and people will uh, take advantage of your, uh, of your flaws and uh, your weak backbone and uh, make fun of you, you see. Now, with the MAGA hat, you've got to be careful about uh, wearing it as you get out of your car in a uh, parking lot. Because you will have your key, your car keyed, or if you wear it into a uh, wear it into a restaurant, okay. 
little bit of allergy, excuse me. So if you wear it into a uh, restaurant, you're likely to have your food spit upon by the chef, okay? So you got to be smart about these types of things. And, uh, and, 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 and then as you're smart, you know, you wear it where uh, it fits and where it belongs, and you can wear it into a, 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 a high, um, you know, a high-profile grocery store, and, and, and invariably, people will say, <laughs> way to go. I wish I had the guts to, to wear that. And I honestly do hear that from women uh, often. I wish I had the guts to wear that. And that's the, and, and that's the word courage. And so it, 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 got, it comes back to experience. So I know when to wear it, when not to wear it. And Experience is the teacher. It's, it's if you're a quarterback for a football team. Experience, that'll help you get better. Playing piano, doing what Sean does over here on this uh, digi- digitable, digital board uh, extravaganza. Digitable? Digitable. I like that, digitable. I'm, that's very I'm clever like- of you being able to repeat it. But, I mean, he's, he's, he's like working this enormous, digital, complicated series of lights and buttons that I wouldn't know where to go to. Uh, I wouldn't know how to turn it on. But it comes from experience where he's able to play it like a concert, uh, a, a, a concert uh, pianist. And, and uh, so that comes with experience or building a home or... Um, or being a, a, a football, a, a boxer, or climbing a hill, being a great uh, a bicyclist or hiker. It comes with, a, with, with experience. Experience is the teacher. And, it's, and so it's not drugs. You don't find your courage, your real courage through drugs or, or booze. I can't tell you how many times I've been into a singles place, maybe, and I'll say, hey, do you want to dance? No, I just got here, she'll say. I need a couple of drinks first. Okay, well, fine. I don't. I like to get up there and dance, uh, you know, like I did on the Carnival uh, cruise boat. That's I won a trophy, you know, for uh, at 4.30 in the afternoon on a dance contest. And uh, But uh, <clears throat> some people need that. Or at least they claim to need it. You don't really need it. Maybe you should take some dance content, uh, some dance lessons. Maybe you should get out and talk to people face to face a little more and get that experience so that you get the courage. Look at the bravado and courage that Trump has when he's out there in front of ten thousand people. That didn't come like overnight, and a lot of people resent him for it. Oh, look at that ham bone. Look at that white, you know, look at that uh, big loud mouth. Well, they're jealous is what they are. They can't get out there and command uh, attention from 10,000 people because they've got nothing to say because they don't have any experience. So experience is the teacher. It's not the booze or the drugs and, um, and uh, you know, that's, uh, you just, just got to get out there and... Uh, and, uh, and, 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 uh, and do it. I remember when I was uh, back in about uh, 2002, you know, teachers are mostly women these days. The, their unions are all women. 
and look at the state of affairs of today's public school system. Totally, absolutely, upside down, busted. You know, the kids aren't learning. The kids are failing. The uh, teachers are being paid records amounts of money, and they work records. Uh, they, they don't work record numbers of days. Maybe they're in the classroom 160 days a year, 165. Uh, I, I counted my local school board here not too long ago. They had like 10 on the cal- school calendar, 10 full weeks throughout the year, Monday through Friday. Other than that, half a day here, half a day there, Monday through. They, they had a day off for Halloween here recently. Not Monday, but they took it on Friday. That's why the malls are full on those teacher days. So no, they are they they, they really should be all in jail for misuse of uh, of uh, public funds. And that was my attitude when I went down to a teacher protest when I was living in uh, Boise, Idaho, and uh, and uh, I had had a lot of experience with dealing with teachers and mentoring kids. So my courage was way up when I had a banner down there at the local park in downtown Boise, Idaho. I was there working for KBOI, a huge 50,000-watt radio station in, in Boise. First time I had been to Boise. I ended up staying there about two, three years because I moved out to a sub- suburb of Meridian, and I really enjoyed uh, life out there. And uh, <clears throat> so the, the teachers... Uh, The banner was something to the effect of teachers really should be in jail for misuse of public funds. Well, I I mean, teachers profess publicly to be, you know, really solid, upbeat uh, citizens and and kind and gentle and hardworking. Uh, You know, I had a lot of swear words at me, a lot of middle fingers, a lot of uh, threats. And uh, and, uh, and then a couple of uh, smart-ass kids that were also taking the day off to be down there, yelled at me and said, hey, Goofy, what are you, drunk? <laughs> I said, no, I'm not drunk. I'm experienced. This is courage. Well, one teacher came up to me and said, yeah, well, I bet you don't have the courage to teach my fifth grade students. I said, well, you're wrong about that. Okay, fine. You come tomorrow. I'll talk to the principal. Here's my phone number. I want your phone number. And if we don't, and, and uh, we'll, we'll make connections. But you be there at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, and you take care of my kids all, uh, all, all day. I said, well, I'm not going to do it all day, but I will do it up until lunch. Because I had other things scheduled, you see. So I came in. Principal was there to greet me, a woman, of course. And uh, she sat in, but overnight I was thinking, what should be my topic? You know, how should I captivate the minds of these fifth graders? And they can be smart asses at that age, especially if the parenting is lousy at home. So I, I thought, uh, well, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm reading the book on the, the historical account of the, uh, of the um, fateful night of the Titanic uh, going down, and uh, and uh, what was that? April, a- April, 
twelfth. Where the heck are my notes on this? April twelfth. It was night. It was it, it was uh, nineteen twelve. Yes, it was the night of April fourteenth, nineteen twelve. And uh, so you know, I I thought that I could make a big day of using the Titanic as an example of tying in math and and science and dealing with people and. Um, and dealing with, uh, you know, a big boiler room and, and, and directions and, um, and, uh, <laughs> and religion. Because, you know, those people, as they were thinking about going down, there was lots of prayers being said, as there are no atheists in foxholes. So I was able to tie it all in. And uh, I chose r- right away, I recognized who was the, uh, the class clown, the troublemaker. Let's call him. Let's call him Bobby. Bobby, come on up here. Everybody kind of laughed. Bobby's feeling uh, pretty hearty about this thing, uh, and uh, he's making wisecracks with his buddies. I th- Bobby, I want you to be the captain of the Titanic. What? That's right, Bobby. You see, because I know that these guys are attention getters. They're usually uh, smarter than most. And uh, Bobby caught on really, really well, so I was able to get a group of people over here that were going to be cooks, and some that were going to be uh, uh, part of the uh, part of the crew, part of the boiler room, part of the uh, maybe even talk about the uh, size and the girth of the uh, of Titanic, and um, and uh, so that turned out to be a real good subject matter. Well. The, the principal would stay at an hour at a time, and she was pretty fascinated by my topics. And uh, so everybody conceded, Mr. Horner, you did a really good job. And I said, thank you. I, I really enjoy being in front of these kids and uh, helping them uh, mentor and turning that uh, light switch on and uh, getting them to, uh, to, to think. But you see, that's all part of being experienced that's how I'm able to do that. And these kids then will understand more fully about that fateful night of, uh, of uh, April 14th, 1912, when Titanic went down just south of Greenland on its way to New York on its maiden voyage. Well, so that was a, uh, that was a good time. Say, before I move on, and time is just a f- fleeting here, these 25 minutes really, 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 really go fast. But that's fun. Uh, I told you at one time that I don't lie on these shows. And I'm thinking, you know, that sounds so corny. (laughs) How many women have I been out with? They say, you know, I don't lie. Guess what? You know, within the second or third date, you know, there's there's a whopper out there. And when somebody says, I don't lie, that is a red flag to me. And what I really mean by that is that I'm not hide. I'm not going to hide anything from you. You know, I just told you about my son. Uh, I think it's a learning experience. <laughs> you know, I really do. I don't think. I, I I think that people. You know, when you read books about these politicians and about these historical figures, there's so much that goes on that's not being said. And you know, I think it's the hypocrisy and the lies that causes so many kids these days to go over the edge with suicide and with drugs and to hide themselves from what they believe to be a really upside-down, dilapidated, screwed-up 
society. And I was telling some people here uh, when I was on my road trip, it seems to me that as the, 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 the more these cities grow, the more dilapidated they become. There's too much sustainability out there. It's, it's, un, it's undoable. Gutters and roads and buildings and air and, 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 and energy and, and accommodations and transportation, it's unsustainable. That's why they're all in debt. They claim not to be now because Joe Biden just gave them all $3 trillion to, 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 buy, uh, to buy crap. Probably that's what, and it's that phony money that probably created today's inflation of uh, 8 9%. But the long-term debt of all these cities, especially the ones run by women, the teachers are run by women. Look at the public school system, total upside down. These cities that are run by women and states, all upside down. So you can knock me for, you know, doing a show called Cunt Chronicles, but that's okay. It's an acronym, C period, U period, N period, T period. Let's say it together. Women have their periods, but men have their exclamation marks or their exclamation points or whatever you want to call it. But, um, but uh, so I wanted to tell you that about that corny deal. Uh, I'm, I don't lie. Also, I discovered last, last time I was doing this, we were talking about, you know, the, my book, Consequences. And you can find the, my self-written books at stevehornerbooks.com. Horner's like little Jack Horner. This is stevehornerbooks.com. And, um, and the podcast is up there in the top line on the menu. And the, uh, and, and the books are uh, a lot of them. Vietnam book and single parenting book. You'll you'll read about Paul. What a clever and his brother JJ and yeah, I mean it was just a, it was a great life, and um, and so you'll read about these things and and uh, a book on. Uh, you go there and find out for yourself. SteveHarnerBooks.com, and um, and uh, as I wrote Cunt and then came into the sequel of Consequences, I discovered here just recently that that's a hominin. H-O-M-O-N-Y-N, hominin. And uh, that's a word that sounds the same, but with different spelling and meaning, such as consequences, or convoluted, or constitution, or convulsing, (laughs) or constipated. Those are all words used in uh, consequences, and uh, I think they're uh, really quite clever to tell you the truth, and I had a good time writing the book, but it's, uh, it's all, uh, nothing hidden all up front. Uh, you can agree with it, but I want you to have walked that trail to be able to have made a wide decision on whether I'm telling you uh, bunk or the truth. So anyhow, so I had another road trip. Say this was called this is called Ruby's Inn. Ruby's Inn is only about 150 miles from me here in St. George, Utah. And that's why I like it so much out here, because it's got the huge wide open spaces, and so many people are saying, why don't you build homes out there? Oh, the federal government owns so much of it. Oh, those dirty rats. Oh boy, oh boy, it ought to be row-to-row homes. It ought to be condos. It ought to be Oh, sure. Well, we're having water issues already out here, so let's build more demand. 
<laughs> right? Makes a lot of sense. So I went to Ruby's Inn. It's a it's it's a it's a Best Western, but they own the town. They own the zip code. It goes back to a guy named Ruben Seigel or something like that. <clears throat> back in the early 1900s, after uh, Bryce uh, National Park uh, became uh, instituted, you see, and so he knew there was going to be tourism. Well, boy, oh boy, I'll tell you, the place was just packed with people from all over the world. I mean, remember I was telling you about the Carnival cruise ship, people from all over, and and everybody got into this melting pot, and there was peace and conversation and fun and whimsy. No racism, no misogynism, not like what we hear from the idiots on the radio and the TV and the newspapers, right? The real world is that everybody got along real good. I was playing touch football out in the parking lot with a group of Polish people. They were all about 25 to 30, well-read, speaks English. They speak English more, better than most Americans, and, uh, and, uh, but they'd never handled a football before. And now they're all fans. And I said, well, aren't you m- mostly interested in soccer-type football? No, 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 not anymore. No, we like the uh, American football. So I taught them how to throw. We played touch football. I had some pylons in my car. It was a little windy. North wind was pretty nipply, I'll tell you. So we got into the forest where the Ponderosa, Ponderosa pines were, and oh, it smells beautiful. You know how that is. Well, we set up some goals, and we had, we, we had a ball. Met a lot of people down in the lobby in front of the great big old uh, uh, stone fireplace. And uh, so I did an hour and a half horseback riding out there in the woods, and and, uh, and then it took you right up to the um, precipice overlooking Bryce Amphitheater. They call it the amphitheater. Great. It's like the Grand Canyon and just goes on for miles and miles. But they've got what's called these hoodoos and uh, all sorts of different rock formations. And um, it's really, uh, re- really uh, fantastic. But you see, the point is, folks, is that these people from all over the world, they come here. Because of the openness. <laughs> because their countries are all full of homes and condos and everything that everybody else wants to build here because the federal government, well, they're so, they're so hard-nosed, and I'll tell you that BLM, they ought to go because they want to keep it open. Well, it's what attracts people. It's valuable. Gives you a good breath of fresh air. Gives you an, an invigorating mindset. And, uh, and uh, the wide open spaces is for me, baby. And uh, that has inspired a lot of music, a lot of songs, a lot of poetry. And, uh, and uh, it, um, it has uh, inspired people forever and ever and ever. And I hope it stays uh, open. Say, we were talking about uh, some uh, hot potato issues. And uh, already we're down to nearing uh, just uh, two minutes left. But... Uh, what I wanted to tell you about is that on this program, Cunt Chronicles, and where I'm running quickly out of time here, is that uh, there was a lot of hot potato uh, issues that I talked talk to you about because I do want to talk about this one big hot potato issue that I have been involved with, gender-based pricing. And I won in several states you know, ladies' night, pool parties, that type of jazz. Well, this federal judge shut me down, Christina Silva, and I'm really quite angry at her, and I put together a press release, and I sent it out to a whole bunch of people. The Associated Press, different news outlets, uh, different newspapers, 
And uh, just to tell him that, you know, you talk, you, you're talking so handsomely and so righteously about uh, you standing up for equality, you know, black versus white and women, you know, and all this kind of jazz. Well, how about when you discriminate against half of the people that are in your audience based on gender at a place of public accommodation where, where it's illegal. But it's one of those hot potato issues that is allowed. Well, I am going to get more into that next week, but it's great to have your company here with, with, uh, with Steve Horner here at Steve's Cottage. And thanks a lot for joining me. Be sure to buy one of my self-authored books at stevehornerbooks.com, and you'll get a little more, hot, more in-depth detail on some of these hot social issues and how you can better understand them and protect yourself from the cunts. And that is can't understand normal thinking. So until next time, stay on that rugged, less traveled path of life. I promise you folks, it's more fun, provides better scenery, and offers much, much more richer rewards. This is Steve Horner from Steve's Cottage. So until next time you come to visit, you take real good care of yourself and go vote. Thanks for joining us. Visit Steve's Cottage again with Steve Horner.